Hi, I'm David Green from Canela. Today we're going to explore the principles behind a naturopathic approach to maintaining optimum health. We'll focus on our need to evaluate an individual's internal environment before applying any dietary changes or adding concentrated food supplements. After all, some of these additions may in some cases create greater stress on an already overburdened system. When really, the secret of optimum health lies more in our proficiency to evaluate a person's hydration and ability to hold and convert light into energy. Or, as some might say, create H3O2, an energy form of water, which leads to the true meaning of the term to be enlightened. These days, there is a growing awareness of the need to take personal responsibility for our health and marketers have been quick to identify the growing demand for all things quote-unquote natural. However, it's important to acknowledge that just because something is natural doesn't always mean that, when applied, it will act in a naturopathic way, that it works in harmony with the natural rhythms of our bodies in a non-suppressive, non-invasive manner. These days, the media is full of endless contradictory health articles. At one moment, something is good for us, the next moment, it's not so good for us. This raises the question, how are we as consumers meant to keep up? Surely this is bad science and has more to do with who's paying for the trial in the first place. Many biochemically-minded researchers suggest it's good and necessary for us to consume a wide variety of nutrients, while others think that boosting our diets with supplements has a neutral or even negative effect. So how are we as consumers meant to make any sense of these reports and what's the real truth behind these conflicting reports? Perhaps one should start by asking why there are so many conflicting or misleading reports in the first place. Surely all science is factual and black and white, right? Well, you might be shocked to learn that 50% of the scientific research is considered to be flawed or misleading, with a staggering 52% of scientists reportedly being unable to replicate their peers' research. This is nothing short of a crisis within the scientific fraternity, and it leads to real consumer confusion. So, when considering these debates, let's take a moment to recall these words from a recent article about Albert Einstein. Science is always wrong, and assigning boundaries to what we think we know is how we limit the possibility of an advancing future. It's worth being careful about how you define truth. Another important topic to discuss is how naturopaths view the nature of disease. Historically, there was a great debate between Antoine Bécamp and Louis Pasteur in the mid-1850s that illustrated two opposing views of disease and its treatment. Antoine Bécamp demonstrated his theory that all disease comes from within. He believed that changes in our own bodily environment brought about the onset of disease. Looking at health from this approach, Bécamp puts the responsibility for health entirely into our own hands. In his view, it's our job to take the best care of our bodies and keep its environment in the best shape to resist disease. The more recent science of epigenetics supports this theory further and robustly disproves the gene theory that underpins much of the Western world's approach to understanding health. After all, if it's down to faulty genes, where did the first one appear from? Surely, it had to be a result of its environment. On the other side of the argument, Louis Pasteur believed that all disease is caused by an external invasion. His theory was called germ theory. In his view, if you eradicate the external invaders, you help people stay healthier. So, in his view, illness is rarely, if ever, our own fault, but the fault of external invaders 
or germs. And in his view, our susceptibility to germ invasion rests largely in our genes. Hence, the birth of gene theory. So, in Pasteur's view, our health is already mapped out in our genes. There's not a lot we can do to proactively protect our health other than hope we've got good genes and access to good doctors and medicines to protect us from germs. Yet, we know that in a trial, a vegan diet turned on more than 500 disease-preventing genes, while turning off genes that are connected to the cause of breast cancer, heart disease, prostate cancer, and many other illnesses. So we know that diet and environment can influence gene patterns. As we can see in the modern day, Pasteur's theory won out. Big Pharma has created a multi-billion pound industry based on protecting us from the outside invaders that cause illness, with ever more powerful and complex drugs and medications. Naturopaths, however, never stopped believing in Baycomp's view. Naturopaths believe that our own bodies and the things we do to optimize our bodily environments do play an important role in our health. And apparently, as Louis Pasteur continued on in his life and his career, he came around more and more to Becamp's way of thinking. On his deathbed, Pasteur is rumored to have said, Bernard was correct. I was wrong. The microbe, or germ, is nothing. The terrain, or milieu, is everything. So, if there is some credibility to Becamp's point of view, and the answer to health lies within us, how should we monitor and influence the progression of disease? Naturopaths follow the principles of Herring's Law of Cure, which is a theory about how to truly rid the body of toxicity, which manifests in disease or inflammation. According to this law, the illness must be seen to leave the body from top to bottom, or from the greater organs to the lesser organs, in the reverse order in which they manifested in the body. In this view, this is the only way to be certain disease has left. Many times in a person, a disease will appear to have simply disappeared. A more orthodox practitioner may believe the person has been cured, when what the disease has really done is retreated deeper into the cellular levels of the body and not left at all. Often these days, nutritionists get too bogged down in today's so-called scientific research when naturopathic solutions offer a clear, common-sense solution to disease prevention and treatment. Opening up the channels that allow toxins to leave the body, removing those toxins, and allowing the disease to recede. So, you may be wondering, how do naturopaths evaluate disease and illness? Often, illness related to disease manifests itself as inflammation of different organs and regions of the body. We can evaluate disease in these different stages. Healthy versus dehydrated, stagnant versus properly flowing and circulating fluids and detoxification, acute inflammation, chronic inflammation, and eventually, as a last resort, areas of isolation. As toxins build up and become more challenging, the affected bodily cells start to change. Heinrich Kremer documented 16 levels of cellular change, from healthy aerobic cells that are processing 80% oxygen and 20% glucose, all the way to unhealthy, almost anaerobic cells that are processing 80% glucose and only 20% oxygen, which are known to be less effective at creating ATP, or to many, what's considered energy, and we believe this makes the person less enlightened. The less healthy cells are, the less able they are to convert light into energy and produce ATP, 
which is essential for healthy respiratory function. When we approach nutrition through the naturopathic lens of treating and preventing disease, we need to ask these vital questions. 1. How well can they help the body convert light into energy, that is, help respiratory function? 2. What is the current pH level of the body? 3. How hydrated or stagnated is the body? And 4. What is the person's core body temperature? When we know these things, we can start to create an informed nutrition and treatment plan following naturopathic principles. To explore all of these issues in more detail and start learning methods and strategies for effectively treating patients in the naturopathic framework, please check out our in-depth electromagnetic nutrition webinar. To learn more about it, visit www.conellaholdings.com. And thanks for listening to our podcast. We'll be producing more podcasts shortly with more great in-depth information about naturopathic approaches and products. I'm David Green from Conella. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.